And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's Expository Thursday. Expository Thursday. As we work together to know the letter better into the narrative of the book of Acts, we travel to understand the things the Lord requires of us as we learn to apply God's timeless truths in our lives. First, we have the most incredible technology in human history. Frequently, it can be used for good. In moments, the world around all of us can be instantly informed. But there have been great communication systems for a while. For example, in the book of Acts, after a miracle, one person tells another who tells another and so on. And then a revival takes place in the entire community. And yes, it can still happen today. Next, Peter stayed a long time with Simon the Tanner in Jaffa. Jaffa is located about 40 miles northwest of Jerusalem. It's perched on a high cliff overlooking the Mediterranean Sea and served as a port city for Jerusalem. Now, a tanner is a leather maker. Watch this. Simon was in the business of treating animal hides to produce leather, a trade considered unclean by the Jewish people of the day. Peter stayed with a socially deplorable person. Boy, I hope we're willing to do that as well. And finally, enter Cornelius, enter the Gentile infusion into the church, not the Gentile confiscation. It's not a confiscation of the church. It's a infusion. Okay. You know, Taking over the church, that would be contrary to God's promise to Israel and to authentic Jewish people. Cornelius was not the power broker that many try to portray him as. He was an officer and influential, but more than his position was his heart. He wanted more of God. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations. Spiritual observations. My life's insanities. And oy vey, so much more. We're asking you, what do you think? They can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. It does work. David at he must increase.org. You can text us live during the show, 214 210 8483. That's 214 210 8483. Or you can call us at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you make that call, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, creatures of all ages and sizes. You will be talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite. Dynamite! 
Talking to Dynamite D is like uh, staying at an all-inclusive resort. <laughs> so come on now. Don't tell me that's not fantastic. Everybody's going, I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. Yeah, me too. All right, here's the bottom line. The bottom line is maybe you've got a thought. Maybe you've got a question. Maybe you've got a, a, just a comment. Maybe you've got an opinion on something. We want to be encouraging. We want to be lifting each other up. We want to be strengthening one another. We want to be blessing one another. And our, our whole goal here is to help each other just step one step closer to the Lord. That's all we all want to get. One step closer by the time we're all said and done with this show. Here is your trivia question. I will give you two choices on this one. Uh, This is from Psalm 14. The fool has said in his heart, A, there is no God, or B, the Spice Girls were extremely talented. Which one? A or B? If we get this one wrong. If somebody gets this wrong, we're in trouble. The fool has said in his heart that A... There is no God, or B, the Spice Girls were extremely talented. If you think you know the answer, you can reach out to us. Uh, bottom line, you can call 972-445-0770. Yeah, that's a funny one. Everybody relax. You can also text 214-210-8483. I did not write that question. It's actually in the book. Or you can email me, uh, David, at he must increase. .org. Okay, those are three ways to get a hold of things, to get a hold of us, get a hold of things. That's good. Uh, so we've already mentioned we prayed for the audience and we prayed for Billy. I need you to pray for me. And you're thinking, oh, we need to pray for Dave. Yes. What's wrong with that? I need prayer too. Okay. Here's what I need prayer for. Two things. One, we are winding down on two books and some of our teaching. And I always like to do my best to, you know, try to be as led as possible on what next books to pick. So that's kind of an important thing for me. And then two, I need to make a very important financial decision. And I need your prayers. And that's what we've been praying for wisdom for and the green lights for and everything else. So you guys need to pray for me. Otherwise, uh, uh, I'm going to take my ball and go home. Okay. All right. We do have somebody that is ready to answer the trivia question. I feel strongly that whoever this is, they will do a good job. Send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, David. This is Calvin. Hi, Calvin. How are you? I'm doing all right. All right. Now, you're right. Now, this. This isn't going to be that hard, I'm going to be honest, but I got to lay it out there for you, so you got to help everybody get there, okay? The f- right. the fool has said in his heart that, A, there is no God, or B, the Spice Girls were extremely talented. It's A. That is correct, sir! It is A! We had people comment and say the Spice Girls were not talented. That is not funny, and don't use that again. <laughs> that's, a, that's classic. But the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. See that? A person that doesn't want there to be a God, you know what the bottom line is? They don't want to be accountable. They don't want to have anyone to answer to anybody. Exactly. That's the big that's, thing right there. Yeah. Excellent, my brother. Very, very good job. And I appreciate you calling in. You did a great job. Thank you. All right. Thanks for the question. You got it. You have a blessed rest of the day, okay? You be safe. All right. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Here we go. So we're getting into, so we've got that. we got the prayer stuff going. we got that going. We're doing all right. Doing all right. Doing all right. 
doing okay. All right, uh, we're going to pick it back up in the book of Acts. Uh, as you know, we left off last time with, uh, with Peter and uh, dealing with Tabitha, who was also called Dorcas. Uh, kicked everybody out of the realm. And then he, he, he speaks to her. He says, you know, Tabitha, get up, Tabitha. She opens her eyes, and she sees Peter. He gives her uh, his hand, helps her up. And then here's where he picks it up, uh, pretty much verse 41 on X 9. He gave her his hand and helped her up, then called in the widows and the believers and showed them that she was alive. Verse 42, and here's where we're starting. The news raced through the whole town. And many believed in the Lord. So I want you to stop right there and become aware of something. Do you know how we have our technology? And and, and I've heard this uh, mentioned multiple times, uh, both in media and in movies and in television shows and all these things. Oh, I don't know what I'd do without my phone. Well, it's a good thing you weren't born 30 years ago, or I guess you would have died. I mean, that's so dumb. People are getting stuff like that. It's like, it's so ridiculous. It's it's as though nothing ever happened until the internet came or something. It's like, police, okay? Before there was an internet, you know, it talks about wars and rumors of wars. There was mass communication because in 1994, before there was a war, we had media people embedded with the soldiers before the war took place who were reporting a war is about to take place. In other words, the internet did not start all of this. It's just a refinement of the technology. Now, don't misunderstand. I love our technology. I hate how it is abused pretty much like everything man does. They take something that's really good and they pervert it, okay? They take something that's really decent, really useful, really helpful, and they twist something out of it as well. So there you understand why that they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, Because there's good things that come out of it, and there's evil things that have come out of it. And that's been the situation for mankind from the garden, all right? But let's not confuse God's capacity to reach as though God required the World Wide Web to reach the world. When Jesus returns, everybody will see him. And people are like, well, how can that happen unless the earth is disc-like and so on and so forth? And it's like... You're trying to figure out how everybody's going to see Jesus, and you're not more focused on the fact that when Jesus comes back, everything in the universe stops. It's like, or really starts might be a good way to think of it. Let's do it this way. Let's think of it in these terms. God has never had a problem communicating with people. God has ne- There's never been a blockage, by the way, from heaven. The only blockage is on earth's side. The pipe between heaven and earth is stopped up at earth, not at heaven. And if God wants to get a communication going to spread faster than the internet, faster than Twitter, faster than Facebook, and faster than all those other pick things and all those other things. God can do it in a millisecond or even faster if he so decides. This one healing, back when they didn't have electricity, spread throughout the town that the power of God is alive. Stop putting God in a techno box. There's nothing wrong with using the technology to advance the kingdom of God, but let's not limit God. I think it's pretty obvious, especially since he's the creator of mankind, that in an instantaneous 
wink. That's not even that's that's, that's not even a, a not even a wink. A blink of an eye, which is faster than a wink, by the way. Everybody can know everything God wants to know on the spot in a zil- in a zillionth of a second, if that's what God chooses. And word of mouth, by the way, of all the things that they tell you, of all the influencers and all the stuff going on, still today, word of mouth is still the most powerful. I did part of this was in my doctorate. Still the most powerful form of communication. Sharing about what God personally did in your life will always be more powerful than any other form of witness. I just think that's cool. I just think God knows he's way ahead. He's way ahead of the curve. That curve is so far. He's uh, yeah, okay. All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Since the dawn of the Internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. What is the David Spoon Experience? First and foremost, we want to review our most important element of the day, and that is our DNA. Why is DNA important? Because a Christian should know what they're made of no matter what they're going through. Can I say this again as I've said it before? Let me do it real quick. Ready? More news is coming. I know it sounds prophetic, doesn't it? More even different news today, tomorrow, and the next day, and for the next week, and the next month, and the next year, and the next decade. That's good. Uh, So in lieu of that, we have to have a certain way, and we need to be. Our DNA, Christian DNA, has uh, three elements. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Number two, never be ashamed. Never be ashamed of the Lord and his words. And A, always be ready to serve. Serve. There you go. So it's three simple things. DNA. Like any person searching for answers, I too have wondered about him. He has a weird sense of humor. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? No, I don't think so. Those big ears really don't help. Will people enjoy his perspective on culture, politics, food, sports, and local and national news? I don't know. He's just a client. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience on KAAM. 
Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas, where I am promising you yet even a worse trivia question than the last one. <laughs> at least I'm keeping my word. <laughs> You gotta go with you gotta go with that, folks. It's like, well, it's true to his word, even if it's uh, putting him in 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 uh, water. It's like, okay, there you go. There, the, which one of these three answers? We got one, two, or three is correct. In Psalm 32, David said, "Blessed is he, one whose transgression is forgiven, two who has no car payment." Or three, whose happiness is in his honesty? That's the questions right there. Psalm 32, David said, Blessed is he who, one, whose transgression is forgiven, two, who has no car payment, or three, whose happiness is in his honesty. If you think you know the answer to the trivia question, people are like, going, what, you doing these multiple choicey things? Yep. <laughs> Here's my answer. Yes. Uh, if you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at he must org. I'm going to try something else that's new, and this ought to make everybody just that less comfortable. But at least I'm good at it. <laughs> Here it is. Here is our uh, comedic portion. Somebody is calling in, so you have been spared, or you are being spared. So if I was you, I'd be like, praise the Lord. <laughs> praise the Lord. Because when I do this, I'm going to give you the top ten reasons okay. Jacob wrestled an angel. But before we get there, somebody's ready to answer a trivia question, so let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Uh, this is your brother, Ace. Hey, brother Ace. How are you, my good friend? I'm very well. Thank you very much for your prayers. Absolutely. Uh, On a regular basis for you, my brother. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Now, this is a, you got to choose one, two, or three. I feel strongly you'll get this, but let's go through it. Psalm 32, David said, Blessed is he, one, whose transgression is forgiven, two, who has no car payment, or three, whose happiness is in his honesty. Oh, you're breaking up, brother. You're breaking up. Breaking up a little. you got to just say it again. Oh, the very first the very first one. That I'm number three. That's number okay. Three. Yeah, it, it's out of it was it was the three of them are whose transgression is forgiven. Who, yep. That one, right? No, well, I was gonna choose three. No, choose one. Okay, I'll choose one. Choose one, that's right, there you go. <laughs> Here it is. David in Psalm 30 said, Blessed is whose transgression is forgiven. This is the psalm where he talks about his strength being sapped because he didn't confess his sin. It was, his strength was being sapped like that of uh, somebody working on a hot summer day. 
Um, the, obviously, the no car payment one doesn't qualify. <laughs> and then, but then whose happiness is in his honesty sounds good, but that's not what it says. That's why you picked yeah. number one. Good. I <laughs> got you there. I was going to get you there no matter what. So that was fine. That, was, that part was good. All right. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> My brother. Sorry. Oh, no, no worries. You. No, no, no way. No way, man. Don't worry about it. Even if your phone has problems, you just call in. We'll get through it. That's what we do. We get through it. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Like I said, uh, I had a little confused about the first song. Was, uh, I, it it did not be in the, in the council of uh, air, yeah. air people. Anyway, I had those mixed up. But that's a good job. Uh, keep on doing your job, Aaron. I know it's a struggle for you to to get where you want to get. And uh, anyway, I'm praying that you'll find a, a solid foundation uh, besides the Lord to, to build your little uh, situation here so it'll grow uh, in, uh, in, in wealth uh, as you need. Uh, wealth for you would be more than you have, <laughs> more than you need. So uh, we hope you get that way, okay? Yep, you got it, brother. Rece- I receive it in All Jesus' right. name. All right, God bless you. Don't get it. All right, there's a brother Ace. Okay, here you go. Top 10 reasons Jacob wrestled with the angel. Now, this is all jokey stuff. This is our jokey period. Nobody sit there and go, well, it's not in the Bible. Okay, this is a joke. See that? See a joke? Okay, ready? Joke. Okay, there you go. Top 10 reasons Jacob wrestled with the angel. Number one, or number 10. Jesse, the body venture, was busy serving as governor of Minnesota. Number two, screaming fans didn't realize it was all fake. Or number nine. Number eight. He knew he wouldn't have a chance against Hulk Hogan. That's why he wrestled an angel. See, that's kind of funny. Number seven, he knew he could tag with his partner, Samson, when he got tired. Number six, wings made it easy to get a pin. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, Number five, Esau that he had no chance. Get it? Jacob, Esau, Esau that he had no chance. Uh, Number four, the angel was a featherweight. Number three, once in a headlock, a halo could be unscrewed. Number two, he had to choose between an angel and Jackie Chan. And the number one reason that Jacob wrestled with an angel, he was tired of the angel harping on him all the time. There you go. <laughs> see, harping on him. All right. Okay. I guess we won't be doing a lot of top ten lists is kind of what I'm thinking. People are like going, what was that? <laughs> Hey, nothing wrong with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, you know, got to do what you can. Okay. We do what we can, folks. We we do what we can. All right, here we go. I want to do this last little verse, verse 43 in Acts chapter 9. Then we'll go on to verse 10. It says this. Peter stayed a long time in Joppa with Simon, a leather worker. I think it's superbly important for us to understand this one text and why it's so important. So remember, we're about to go into chapter 10 and Acts, Acts chapter 10. This is where Peter has the vision. Cornelius calls for him. We're going to get into that in a little bit. But in the meantime, he's probably roughly about 40 miles northwest of Jerusalem. He's in a city that's close overlooking the Mediterranean Sea, and he's staying with a guy named Simon. And uh, he's, he's hanging out with this guy whose job, listen to this, he's a tanner. And a tan- you think, what's a tanner? That's not a person that coordinates your schedule so you can go in and sit in a fake tanning booth, okay? A tanner is a person that what they do is they treat animal hides to produce leather as so that the people can wear them or use them for whatever various purposes. And the Jewish culture of the day considered tanners to be unclean. Now, why is that important? 
because a person who sells dead animal skins is unclean to the Jewish race, and yet this is where Peter was staying. God was moving the apostle into the position for reaching the Gentiles. See, he had not yet had the vision. God had not yet sent Cornelius to, to go and get in touch with him. And so prior to Peter going to Cornelius's, God sets him up with Simon the Tanner, already somebody who's offensive to the culture, and yet he's hanging out at this guy's place. The key in this text is understanding that God positioned Peter for new ministry. Listen to what I'm saying, okay? You can forget everything else I've said the entire show to this point right here. God positioned the apostle Peter for new ministry, and he was staying in a place that was not perhaps well thought of or well respected by the general population. But God had placed them there, here, there specifically and in a relationship with Simon the Tanner. And he was there, by the way, the scripture says, Peter stayed a long time. It wasn't some brief thing that he could deny or something. He stayed there a long time. And as God is positioning Peter for new ministry, God is also positioning you for ministry. He's positioning me for ministry. You think, well, you're doing the radio show. That's your ministry. But, well, I don't know what tomorrow brings. I can only know him who brings tomorrow. I don't know what happens 10 seconds from now. I'm a genius 10 seconds ago. I don't know what happens 10 seconds from now, but God does. And in your life, he's brought you through different things and to different places. And at no point, I just want to make this, I want to hammer this home. In no point does God say, you know, I just, I don't need you to pray for anybody. I don't need you to care about anybody. I don't need you to do anything. Just, uh, just pack it up and watch tube and start, you know, doing all the, you know, the binge watching you want. Don't worry about it. That is not in scripture. Okay. The Lord doesn't go, oh, you, 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 you just, you just hang out. Even though you can pray for people and love on people and be a blessing to them and encourage them and strengthen them and be a prayer warrior, I don't want you doing anything. God doesn't do that. That's not the call from the Lord. The call from the Lord is he is always positioning us for ministry, always reaching others from those of us who want to be used by God. And if you will just... I mean, I need to do it too, so don't misunderstand. We will just open our eyes, open our hearts, open our minds. We may see that the Lord is placing, positioning, and allowing for purposes beyond our logic. After all, he doesn't typically check with you to approve what his plan is. At least he's never done that for me. That's all I can say on that one. All right, we'll take our break, and then we'll come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience. I am such a sinner. Not just a sinner. I am such a sinner. I'm like the biggest sinner ever. That's how I felt. And then... It was the understanding 
but God really cared about me. And therein lies the key. Because God did care. He does care. And it's the same for you. You're listening to me. He does care. And that pain you're going through, it makes him weep. And you might say, well, you can't back that up spiritually or scripturally. Yes, I can. John chapter 11, verse 35. Jesus wept. Not for Lazarus. Lazarus was getting up in five minutes. But all the grief and the pain around him. Come on. God has a heart. His heart's bigger than your heart. So here's part of the things that I, I mean, I'm skipping, I'm skipping light years. I'm just going past it. But it's like when that guy started crying and I started getting mad and then he said it was, this is how the Lord feels for you. and This is the, the Lord's heart for you. It just showed me I'm so hard hearted. I'm, I'm like, a, I'm like, a, I'm like a, a, a rock, but not in a good way. You know, I'm like a, like a dumb rock. Like, oh man, what's the matter with me? And so, you know what he did when he was done doing that? Because now I'm gone, right? Because now, you, how do you think after after that happens, how do you think I feel? Okay? So now I'm like, please pray for me. <laughs> That's right, because I'm just lost. And he prays for me, and it's powerful. It's like, you know, it's unbelievable. It's just really, very, really powerful. Here's the thing that leads up to it. Now, ready? Because And that is the, the powerful point, especially when he cried. But it turns out that I went to that church for a little while. You want to hear something absolutely, positively, mind-blowing, amazing? Three months later on a Sunday night, I was preaching in that church. And I was preaching Romans 1.16, the very first thing I ever taught in my life. In that church, in Pastor David Huntsworth Church, Abundant Life in Dillon, Colorado. And I'll tell you one thing that I hope you really hear. And that is that one experience so affected me, I was never the same person again. It just showed me that God really does care. We're pretty hard-hearted. Yeah, we're kind of, we're mashugi from time to time. Not God. He's totally awesome. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. We're getting ready for your next trivia question, and it's a challenge. I'm not going to deny it. It's a challenge. Here you go. Out of Psalm 37, finish this verse. Delight yourself in... In the Lord. Uh Uh-oh. What's the rest of it? Delight yourself in the Lord. And he... I thought you were going with it. I was about to shout on that one. Delight yourself in the Lord. And he... Psalm 37. Psalm 37. Psalm 37. Okay. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he shall. And then I'm just going to leave it right there. All right. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, 
david at he must increase.org it is here that we send you up to the website we want you to go to the website there's different things on the website that are totally cool uh some things are kind of goofy but most things are cool plus it's a place to give please check out he must increase.org prayer request he must increase.org praise report he must increase.org looking to give to this ministry he must increase.org confused by what's happening right now he must increase.org he must increase.org symbol <laughs> close enough all right close enough all right, I'm going to give you another hint, but I'm not giving you all of it, so get ready. Here is the trivia question in Psalm 37. Here it is. Uh, delight yourself in the Lord, and he shall give you... Oh, stopping. <laughs> delight yourself in the Lord, and he shall give you... Okay. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. If somebody is calling in, you can also text in 214-210-8483 as well. You can send an email, david at he must increase.org. So you have that opportunity to uh, to respond. And I want you to have that opportunity to respond. Here it is. Oh, good job, good job. Abraham got it specifically. Uh, is this a question or just kind of comment or is this trivia? Well, he called earlier. I don't know if we're doing one person a show. Or- oh, is it Ronnie? Hey, he can send him back through. Okay. That's right. Send, send him, him out, back, right? Send, send him, him out back. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, well, no, you can send him through. That's fine. Yeah. Just send him through. Ronnie wants to do it. Ronnie's on a roll, man. Let's give him the chance, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So uh, we'll wait on that, okay, because we're, we're doing something. He's telling me he's giving me codes with hand signals. I'm just making sure that none of them is uh, a single finger. Okay, that's that's what I'm trying to tell. Okay, so, so. no, I was saying tell Runny to give us a call back. Okay, okay, all right, there you go. Okay, now we got the call back. You guys think you know you think you know what's going on? I don't know what's going on, and I'm in the studio. How about that? Are you ready? Send him on through. Knock knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, Ronny. All right, my brother. Now I. I, I hesitated because I knew as soon as I gave this little extra bit, it was going to help people kind of push over the edge. Here it is. I already knew it. You did. You're so bad. Listen to this. Delight yourself in the Lord. Go ahead, brother. Delight yourself and in the Lord. You the desires of your heart. That is correct. Of it now. So for me, Ronnie, I've looked at that verse and how I think about it, you know, because there's, you know, there's people that really kind of crack it into depth and how I've always in seen it or applied it is if you enjoy God, if you if you delight yourself in the Lord and enjoy God, he will give you what you enjoy, even if you're not even sure what that really is, because God is the one who knows what it is that you really do enjoy. And so it's Absolutely. like it's like kind of like you cover it the right side, God will cover all of it. It's like, oh, that's good. I like that. So that's my approach. So good job, bro. Good work. I, Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate you sharing and stepping up in the show. That's a good job. Thank you very much. All right. God bless you, bro. God bless you too, bro. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Here we go. We're going to do history. History. Let's do Let's go live in the past. Let's go live in the past. All 
right. Now, I need to have somebody who texts me on a regular basis verify this, but it says that today is Navy Day. I don't know if that's true or not. I think that might be correct, but I want to be very careful because you never want to do that incorrectly. Uh, today is Cranky Coworkers Day. So if you have a cranky coworker, <laughs> if you have a cranky coworker, be a blessing. Okay, don't you know? Some people have bad days. Some people have frustrating, you know, commutes and stuff like that. Uh, today, also for those that want to know, and this is really bad for me, uh, but I still like it. It's National Potato Day. I like National Potato Day because that could be French fries, that could be a baked potato, that could be anything like that. Could be hash browns, and there's none of those that I'm going to say no to. So let's just be honest. Uh, 1904, the first New York City subway line opens. This I thought was really good, and if anybody gets offended at this, uh, stop it, okay? That's my response. Stop it, all right? 1966, the animated television special that's a great pumpkin Charlie Brown aired for the first time based on the comic strips by Charles Schultz. I'll never forget, I bought a book from Charles Schultz. He did this secondary comic uh, material, and he had this, uh, it was very Christian-oriented because uh, he was a Christian, and in it, which is why Peppermint Patty was not what they say, and in it, it, so it showed this preacher, and this preacher was, you know, standing behind a pulpit, and he was like, I need a sign, I need a sign, just any sign, and the next screen, it shows him holding a 55-mile-an-hour speed limit sign, and then the preacher goes, well, I don't know what it means, but I'm, I'm sure I'm supposed to feel good about it. <laughs> it's like, uh, I relate to that. <laughs> That's all I can say. Uh, okay, so do we have somebody that uh, I can't tell if they're going to talk in or they're just communicating, so I'm not sure. I'll check with our brother, and then if not, we'll just move on to the teach. So at this point, I can't see what's going on, so I'm going to move on to the teach. Anyways, this, okay, so we'll move on to the teach anyway. All right, so here we're in the next uh, Acts chapter 10, verse 1. It says this, In Caesarea there lived a Roman army officer named Cornelius who was captain of the Italian regiment. He was a devout man who feared the God of Israel, as did his entire household. And he gave generously to charity and was a man who regularly prayed to God. So as you read this, you think, wow, this has got to be like the most powerful guy. It's like, no. And inserting images of the Godfather in this picture is a ridiculous idea, so let's not do that. He is an army officer. His name is Cornelius, and he is very devout before the Lord. He fears the God of Israel, and his whole household feared the God of Israel, and he gave generously to charity. Now, this is the part that I love actually the most, and he regularly prayed to God. So look at this look at this example. This is why the gospel reaches past the boundaries of nationalities, reaches past the concepts that people put or put try to put God in box-wise. Listen to what he's saying. We'll listen to the description of Cornelius and what an eternal honor. He's a man who's developed before the Lord. He fears God. His whole household fears God, which means he's trained, taught, or instructed them. His, he gives generously, and he prays regularly. Now watch this. This is what I want you to see. That's not enough for him to go to heaven. 
just listen to what I'm That is not enough. Here's a guy that fears God. He, his whole household has a reverence to the God of Israel. He's got the right God. He knows exactly. It's not, it's not a false God. It's not a weird. He is focused on the God of Israel. He is focused on Jehovah. He knows what's going on. His whole household knows what's going on. He gives. He's giving abundantly. He's giving abundantly. He's, he's a generous giver. And he regularly spends time in prayer. And God tells him, because this guy really wants more of God, I'm going to give you more of me. And you just sit there and think, how's that going to happen? Well, we're going to get to that. But listen to what, where he's at. And yet he needs Jesus. Don't tell me, well, this person's really good, so they shouldn't go to hell. This person's really good, so they shouldn't go to hell. How do you know what a person is or isn't? Only God knows every thought, every nuance of a person. There's nothing that escapes the eyes of God. And here's a guy that he fears the Lord, and he's, he's, he's just got this honor before the Lord. He, just, he loves the Lord. He's taught his household to love the Lord. And he's just giving generously because he knows it's the right thing to do. He's spending regular time with God. And what's amazing is that God goes, this is my kind of guy. I'm going to teach him so much about me. I'm going to show him what I'm like. Just think of that. Think of this man who's about to have an incredible encounter with God. Now, I want to I want to point out that there's nothing to this point that would lead anybody to suspect what's coming, and that's going to be the whole last teaching that we're going to get into. But listen to what is being uh, declared by God in regards to this guy. He's devout. He fears the God of Israel. He knows who the right God is. He knows. Does he have a knowledge of the Old Testament? I don't know. Wouldn't surprise me. But his whole household, he gives generously because he just he knows that this is not this life. It's not all about this life. It's in the next life. And he's just, he's spending regular time with God. And God goes, you need more of me. And I'm going to give it to you. Through Jesus Christ. Wow. All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassadors Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry. 
No parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. What is the David Spoon experience? You get into the Word of God and something's going to happen that will blow your mind. Ready? The law of the Lord is perfect, Psalm 119.7 says, able to restore the soul. And I've been in... I've been doing this for a long time, and in my 42 and a half years of devotions and in my diligent devotion time, I kind of separate that between the two. I cannot tell you. It must be thousands of times where my attitude has been, and then I went into the Word of God, and I came out different. It wasn't anything that I did as much as God speaking into me what he knows about his creation. And so I'm asking you, I'm pleading with you, even if you've been a Christian for 50 years, for 60 years, nay, for 70 years, like the Apostle John was on the island of Patmos, be in the word of God. It is a lie. And it will give life and impart life to you through God's spirit. People come and they read the Word of God, and they say, well, I get nothing out of it. Well, they don't mix it with faith. And the Word of God, the promises of God not mixed with faith are useless because you have to be engaged with God and know he's going to speak. And people are like, well, that's a, that's a lot of requirement for me to get in there and read the Word of God. You want me actually to believe that God's going to speak to me? Yes, because he will And if you don't, you won't hear them. So when you open up that book, take 30 seconds, more than you ever have before, and say, just in this moment, just at this time, tune me in, Lord. Help me to hear what you have to say. Speak to me and let your word breathe life into me. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Here comes your last trivia question. It's on the Psalms, but everybody should get this correctly. Psalms, the book of Psalms. Are there 50, 100, or 150 Psalms? One, two, or three. Is there 50, 100, or 150 psalms? That's the question. Uh, one, two, or three. Uh, if you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. Al gets the pow-pow. Uh, 214, uh, James is right behind him, though. 214-210-8483 on the text. As well, you can send uh, an email, david at hemusincrease.org. Let me check and make sure my email is working. Yeah, it's working. I have to actually literally check my 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 fantastic Chromebook just to make sure it's connected. <laughs> so good. Uh, somebody's ready to answer the uh, trivia question? Okay, uh, let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Gary. How are you today? I'm doing fine, Gary. How are you feeling? Okay, I'm right. making it. Making it. That's. Uh, I'd rather you be making it than not making it, brother. That's just definitely the, the fact. All right. Psalms. Is there 50, 100, or 150 psalms? There's 150. That is correct, sir! You are right! Absolutely! And that's great about that. 
the 150-something longest book in uh, in the Bible per se, and it is you know especially chapter-wise, and uh, it is just loaded from one to 150. It is just packed. I mean, there's just I just don't know any book that just you can pick it up anywhere and go wow. 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 I mean, that's what happens all the time. It's like a little different than like reading Leviticus 12. Just a little different. <laughs> Which I, I like the teachings of Christ the best. I like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. That's what I concentrate heavily on. You know I what? I love that. I love that you said that because I don't think there's, I think that's right. And I just, I think the Gospels are just, it's just the greatest truths ever. And I just love. I just love Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You know, it's just it's just so it's so great. It's like it's like the best ever. And so I tell people, you read the Gospels, and then from the Gospels, read you know the the New Testament from the New Testament, Psalms and Proverbs, and then from the Old Testament, and then go into the others. You know what I'm saying? You kind of walk them through that. But great job, brother, and I appreciate you. Can I pray for you real quick? Yeah, sure. All right, let's do it. Father, I come before you, lift up my brother Gary. All I pray, Lord, he wants healing, and we pray for healing, and we'll keep praying for healing. We ask you just to release your healing power into his life, and we ask you just to encourage him and pour a blessing into his life. Let a blessing come and let him go, oh, this is a blessing from the Lord. Just bring that to him and let him rejoice in that in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you very much, and God bless you. And I'll continue to pray for all of you. Thank you, brother. God bless you. Bye-bye. All right. Great job by our brother, Gary. All right. So I uh, just want to do this, end this teaching. And you're just going to – okay, you guys are going to – we're going to get a little uh, – so you know I'm Baptocostal. Okay? It's just the easiest way to put it. Okay? So if you're trying to figure it out, somebody was talking to me about the other day. It's like – uh, I'm Baptocostal, I'm a Calminian, I'm a manifold millennialist. It's like, I, I, I just think that the schools of theology are great. And I like what Gary said. I like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, because it's like, to me, that's the core, everything. In fact, there's a passage in Timothy that says, according the doctrine, according to the Gospels, which should tell you that the doctrine should line up with Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I'm just telling you. Okay, so anyway, don't get me going, because I'll just go uh, crazy on, on, on that stuff. But what I want you to, what I want you to uh, be aware aware of is there is a lot of me that recognizes that you cannot use any sense of authority that is extends past the Word of God. And I just want to make sure everybody understands, God knows how to write a book. Creates the universe, knows how to write a book, okay? In that framework, not outside of that framework, in that framework, we're about to read a passage that tells you God is not limited to schools of theology. And this is the part that I uh, I— I maintain my position and <laughs> probably will never be moved uh, on this. Uh, and we're, this is a hill I die on, so to speak. And here's what it says and why I bring this up. So we're going back to Cornelius, and you'll catch this. In Caesarea, there lived a Roman officer named Cornelius, who was captain of an Italian regiment. He was a devout man who feared God, feared the God of Israel, and as did his entire household. He gave generously to charity and was a man who regularly prayed to God. Okay, cool. This is the part, verse 3. One afternoon, about 3 o'clock, he had a vision in which he saw an angel of God coming toward him. Okay? Now, just stop. Just stop. Okay? I know what people say. They say, yes, but that was back then. Well, let's just understand that before there was ever a written word, people were having visions during the process of the word being written people were having visions after the word was written and for 
2,000 years, people have been having visions. I have met and I have interviewed and I have hung out with people who had a vision. One person in particular was in a jail cell. Uh, things were not going well. His life was at the, at the crossroads. He didn't know anything about anything. He was contemplating suicide and he had a vision of Jesus Christ. He immediately sought out somebody with a Bible, read, became an avid reader of Scripture, became a minister, didn't even know the gospel stories per se, and God gave that guy a vision, and that guy got saved and then went into ministry and then in, in, entered into a prison ministry. Does God still give visions? Of course. Does he give a vision every time you have a taco salad? No. Does every dream come from God? No. Some dreams come from the Tabasco sauce. But does God still speak to people in dreams? Oh, you know he does. You know he does. And here's this guy that's, there's nothing about this guy that anybody would say at any point gives you the sense of charismata. There's no charismatic element, no Pentecostal element to this guy. He's doing his regular routine, following, observing, pursuing God, loving God. Boom. God goes, yeah, I'm going to blow up your universe. <laughs> This universe was blown up. Next week when we cover this, I can't wait because I've been waiting to teach this for a really long time. So next week I'm just going to go lights out crazy. But here I want you to catch what's happening. This regular guy doing his regular routine, and there's nothing super fantastic. He's devout. He's consistent. He's, he's diligent. He's all of these things. And God goes, look at this. And that's what the Lord, that's what the Lord does. He communicates to mankind. Well, he doesn't do that to everybody. That's right. Not everybody is a Cornelius. Not everybody is a Saul who turns into a Paul. Some people are more like Dorcas who are, or Tabitha that we just talked about. He just does nice things for people. Just a nice person being kind to them and helping people out. Some people do incredible things. Some people do things that aren't at the same level credible. But to God, they're incredible. See, that's the thing. We evaluate it by what we determine is the priorities, right? And and the reason I bring this up is because you you might think, well, I'm just a regular person. Right. You, You are a regular person like every other person in Scripture until God steps in and their life changes. There's nothing charismatic about charismatics. There's nothing really Baptist-y about Baptists, just to be really honest. It's whatever God is going to do in a person, that's what you want. You want what God's going to do, whatever he's going to do. Does he do the same thing in everybody? No. Does everybody, does everybody get saved at the same point in their life, at the same age, at the same time, in the same way? No. Well, then why would anything else be the same? So you're this guy going about his business. Vision. My point in saying that to you is for you to be not more open to spirits flying around in the air, 
just to be more open to God. If he wants to reveal something to you or teach you something or show you something or manifest something, you don't have to freak out. It doesn't make you a weirdo. It makes you hungry for God. And nothing ever has to happen. And if you have a great relationship with God, there's tremendous contentment in a great relationship with God. Godliness with contentment is great gain. But if the Lord wants to open up an avenue or two, there's nothing wrong with that either, exposing you or opening up your insight to be more expansive about his kingdom. You know those divine appointments that you've had in your life? Every one of those is a miracle, and you have no idea how many are involving angels as it is. Uh-oh! Did Dave just say that? No, I didn't say it. The book says it. Entertaining angels unaware. Wowzer. All right, folks, that'll do it. That'll wrap us up. You've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Going to take a 22 and a half hour break. Then we'll come back. More insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. The views expressed in the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.